What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday evening. Do not adjust your screen. Dave did not get glasses and grow his hair back. <laughs> it is I, Colt, uh, here tonight with you. Our fearless leader, DM3, is out getting himself a little puppy on his way home. So, I'm lucky enough to be here with the co-founder uh, with there, Mr. DM3. I got Akeem over there to one of my sides. Welcome to the show, sir. How are you this evening? I feel great, man. I, I, I feel great today. I hope I feel the same way tomorrow, right? Right. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it's easy to be happy today, right? But we don't have to worry about that until tomorrow if we're still feeling that same vibe. So we're happy to be here tonight. Thank you. It looks like the room's packing with people already. So thanks, everybody, for being here. We got some folks in the room already. Sheldon Cole's with us. Make sure you guys are chatting. Uh, this thing's all about you guys. So make sure you guys are keeping involved and, you know, let us know what you want to talk about, right? <clears throat> so, Akeem, how's your week been? I've had a productive week, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Tuesday morning was a struggle. Then the Wednesday was a little struggle. Then Thursday, it got better because I didn't have to hear about the loss. Everybody, all the employees was focused on the next week, which is tomorrow. So beginning uh, was rough. End of the week was great. Right. I, f I felt the same way. And I kind of feel like it was like for me going into the week, it was like I finally feel like we could get back to a set rhythm. Like we're going to play football on Sunday. Right. It's like none of this. Hey, Bill's just we're going to have you play on a bunch of random days, random times. Right. Let's see right. if the, the rhythm can get back going. Right. And hopefully that'll help this team out. <clears throat> so I'm pumped for tomorrow. Uh, you know, it's been a few uh, weeks since I've been on here with you guys. The nine to five slowing me down, but happy to be here tonight. So even though we're all pumped up, everybody's excited. Right. We're happy. We got to start with some bad news, though. Right. So here's the injury report. Right, and this doesn't even include the news that we just found out, uh, you know, a little bit earlier today. That hopefully you uh, heard first on Built in Buffalo news uh, that we're out our whole tight end room almost. Right, we're missing quite a few guys due to the C word. So, uh, what's your biggest concern on that list? What guy stands out to you the most? Um, you know what? No one guy stands out in particular to me on that list. It's just. The entire position group being out is the concern. I'm not concerned if Dawson Knox is out or Lee Smith is out. It's the entire group being out. And uh, football, you have to play somebody at the tight end position. So mm -hmm. that is the concern right now is the availability of a tight end. Right. So I thought it was kind of weird. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Is like, So does Tyler Croft just not hang out with the rest of the tight end room? Or was this like something that they did on purpose where they're like, yo, we should probably not have you hang out with everybody because if this happens, we can't lose everybody. Right? So quick, so, quick note on that. Quick note yeah, on that. Yeah, shout, shout, out, shout out Tyler Croft. The, the news was that he was expecting and his wife was in labor for over 24 hours. Shout out uh, Miss Alexa, uh, Tyler Croft's wife. So he was attending that. Uh, during the time of the outbreak. So that is the reason why right. Tyler Croft is excused. <clears throat> Lucky for us, he was having a baby. <laughs> yeah, you notice he was on the injury report, right? It was just he didn't practice, and then there's nothing else for the rest of the week. That's because right. he was having himself a baby, right? So excellent. Looks like uh, Ruben's in the house, and he's pumped. <laughs> the defense <laughs> sucks. We'll get there, Ruben. Don't worry. I think uh, you might have a couple people sitting here that agree with you a little bit, but we'll uh, talk about that a little bit more. Lone Wolf's back with us tonight. What's he got going on? How worried is everybody with our defense this week? I'm hoping our offense will be fine. Yeah, I think we're going to get into it. Everybody's a little concerned, right? Yep. Yeah, cool. We got some of the regulars. Thanks for being here, guys. Super stoked to see everybody here. This game should be a good confidence boost. Yeah, I saw the other one that I wanted to show up right here because you and I talked about this just moments ago. I truly believe this. I this This, to me, when we're talking about if we don't win this game, We've talked about we've, we're opening up the division, right? Now we're wide open in the division. We're just opening the doors wide open if we don't beat the hapless Jets, right? That's correct. Yeah. So I know that uh, we're not allowed to say this, you know, the, the real C word and everything, but it, it does feel unfortunate that it finally caught us, right? I mean, you, you kind of felt like it would happen at some point or another. I think you're, everybody was probably hoping it wouldn't hit us. Right. Uh, but, you know, are you are you concerned that we're going to hear more names? You know what? I, I I never been diagnosed with the C word and I'm like, shit, 
over 8 million people around the world and I never been diagnosed out of all the things to be lucky about. I am sure goddamn lucky. Right. But Mm -hmm. I think the NFL, this is something that you have to be prepared for. I think that, you know, as, as a fan, a couple of weeks goes by and we don't hear nothing from the C word with our organization. You're like, okay, maybe it's, maybe it's possible that we can actually get away with this. But in hindsight, in reality, when these teams and these players, they're traveling, they're going multiple places as, as much as you want to restrict them, these are grown as men and they have families outside of football. So uh, it's devastating to hear. Yes, but it has to be expected. Right. I think this this is a good one here. I've I've seen this kind of floating around a little bit. Knox finally catches something and it's a damn disease, <laughs> right? I mean it's it's like you know, why can't the guy just catch it all the time, right? I mean I, I agree, but Lone Wolf, we still got Croft, we got Gilliam, right? Gilliam's been getting in the fold a little bit. So I, right. I you just you have to game plan differently, right? I mean it's maybe this is a blessing in disguise for us. Maybe it'll tell us, hey, don't try to run with just your tight ends anymore, right? Or something along those lines. We'll see. Uh, looks like my kid's watching. He's probably trying to get brownie points for something. We'll move on from him. <laughs> Kenneth Riviera. Yeah, I agree, right? This this isn't you know, we talked about this before we started. I'm I'm a little nervous, right? I I I'm concerned that with all the injuries and just the way things have been looking that the Jets defense isn't terrible, right? So I'm concerned right. that if they let if they're allowed to score that their defense might be able to hold us. And not, and not only that, we have to understand that this is a, a divisional game. You know, with most divisional games, you can almost throw the records out the window. And then sometimes you have to look at not the record, but the availability of the players that week and how it's going to how it makes the matchup. The New York Jets, they've been injury riddled all year. Right. But when they come and play the Bills for round two, they have Bashar Perriman, who's healthy. Uh, Denzel Mims is making his first start, his rookie debut. He's a freak athletic uh, specimen from the wide receiver position. Makai Becton is coming back. Uh, Mm -hmm. So they have a lot of receivers coming back the same week where we have a lot of D-backs out. Right. Right. (laughs) So that can pose a mismatch problem in this NFL. And thank God. Jamison Crowder, their most productive receiver, is out with a groin injury. Is doubtful. Thank yeah, God. That, that was a huge. When I saw that, I was like, okay, that definitely helps, right? Like, just coverage across the middle has been an Achilles heel so far this year, and that guy was ready to burn us. So I, I'm thankful for that. We talked about it a little bit. We don't like the Sam Darnold instead of Joe Flacco, right? Like, we much would have preferred to have Flacco out there. Of course. I think that would have given our defense a, a much better chance to rebound this week, right? So... Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, I think everybody agrees with us. This this isn't going to be a walk in the park. They're still looking for their first win, right? And wouldn't they be happy to make it a division win against the team that's supposed to be on the rise, right? So that's correct. I agree. What's this guy? Uh, let's show him Cole. How would you evaluate the Buffalo Bills' ability to block out the outside noise? That ah, is. What do you think? That is, that is an excellent question. Blocking out the outside noise is all with the coaching staff. That's all with the surroundings. Uh, if you have good peers around you, if you have a, a tight-knit group, a tight-knit culture like you say you do, the main belief uh, is what's inside that locker room. So if you really believe that, if you truly truly believe in the culture, nothing else on the outside matters because the only people that feel that you could win in the first place is yourself and your and your fan base, right? right. So is definitely have to have that strong knit culture. Yeah, I absolutely. I've listening back to some of the interviews this week and stuff. I've everybody heard like Jerry Hughes interview. He said like a couple of interesting things that I was like, he was like, we need to go back to being hungry. And I'm like, so are you, does that mean that we're not like, does that Correct. mean we're not playing hungry? Like, so I, I've heard some things like that recently coming out of the locker room where it's kind of like, well, did, did we like think that we are that much better than what we are? Or, like, what, what's taking place? Is everybody just kind of fat and happy? I mean, that's the highest-paid defensive line in the NFL. And Correct. they don't look like it at all, right? So some of these things that are coming out, and then you're releasing guys like Spain and stuff, It, it it's, I'm starting to maybe question why they didn't immediately sign Brandon Bean right after they signed McDermott, right? Like, mm. maybe mm. maybe there's some, like, mm. we're a little bit kind of like, wait a second, let's slow the roll a second here. Like, 
this doesn't look right. Now, granted, he he wrote a lot of these deals that they have second year options, so he can move on from some of these guys next year. But Correct. it still looks a little suspect right now, right? Especially, especially when you have ninety million dollars in the off season. When you have ninety million dollars in the off season, you can go and get anybody you want to go get. There's Javadian Clowney that was out there. There's uh, Indakwe that was out there. But what we did, and I believe that we was overconfident in our scheme. What we did, we we got a bunch of mid-tier players who who had good seasons, but they're not guarantees. But we was confident in our scheme, so they uh, we think we can get the most out of them. We should have spent our money on some damn guaranteed players, like a Clowney, <laughs> like an right. Indakwe. And I think that's really hurting us right now. I mean, I think I agree with that, but we saw the approach work last year. So they thought the approach could work again, again. right? And you just didn't get those same pieces, right? And I agree with this. This is another reason that I'm concerned about this week is because I do believe that our season hinges on next week for starters. That's our first real game of the season to me. Because if you win that game and you're coming off a win against the Jets, you're staking your claim on the division saying it's ours. We're taking it, right? And it starts with tomorrow. So I agree. Uh, yep. What we got here? So this is my brother. He's actually uh, hanging out over in Germany in the Air Force right now. So cool. Thanks Shout for stopping by. Looks like, yeah, I agree with this, right? I think everybody agrees with this about the Bills. It's we don't play a full game, right? When's the last time you feel like we played a full game? I don't think uh, the Not Buffalo this year, Bills. Right? You, you know what? Uh, it's crazy. to it, We want to say that, right? But part of me feels like this is just how the team is. Right. <laughs> this is this is just a team of do I feel we should have beat the Jets 45 to 3? Yes. We should have, mm -hmm. but we didn't. And um uh, it, it's it's tough to see. It's tough, man. It's tough yeah, to I, say why. I agree. I mean, and th this is a good one too. I I asked this a lot too. Was Star really that good? Right. And I know like that Oliver's been taking a beating and stuff and I I went back and watched Kansas City. He was he was double teamed probably 98% of that game, right? So he is eating up the two bodies. The thing that we're not seeing is him getting off those two bodies because it, it appears that the two bodies are beating him and they're getting off. And that, that guy is getting up on our linebacker and that's causing us big problems. And, and I had an ex-girlfriend, right? I had an ex-girlfriend. My ex-girlfriend, she treated me like shit. So I left her. And then I got another girlfriend and she treated me worse. She treated me so bad that I was thinking about my last, even though my last was treating me like shit. Uh, Star Latoule, I understand fans, they miss Star because he's not here at the moment and we're struggling. But we struggled at times on run defense, yeah. even when Star Latoule was in the lineup. So right. I, I, I don't think Star Latoule is that big of a factor fans uh, think he is, but his name is, is a missing piece, uh, and they see the results going on right now, and they're putting to, uh, one plus one is making it two for them. So Right. I mean, we were, we were the seventh-ranked defense against the run after four weeks, right? Like we looked like we might have – we were better against the run, and we just couldn't stop anybody in the pass, right? That's what it looked like was taking place. And now right. these past two weeks, it's just been like, we can't stop the run. I mean, we held Henry in check, but we got beat by the run, right? The When Tannehill right. gets out, that lost us the game, right? We got beat by the run eventually, right? So That's correct. Bounce back game, yes. I think we all agree with that, right? This needs to be a win for the Buffalo Bills. So let's get right into this week, right? We cover the we, – we know we're going to be a bunch of – down a bunch of guys, right? Uh, it's Next man up is definitely going to be the philosophy this week. So let's start on the offensive side of the ball, Akeem. Who and what do you – or just what do you think absolutely has to happen this week for the Bills to be successful offensively? Okay, we have to uh, – it starts with three phases. We talk about three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, it starts from uh, three phases with the offense, and it starts with the offensive line. The offensive line, they have to do a good job – giving Josh Allen the protection he needs when it's time to make the passes and when it's time for him to make the play. Uh, the offensive line have to show some dominance, show some will, show some nasty and physicality and open up running lanes for our our running backs. Uh, if we can 
uh, run the ball a little bit, that's going to open up so much more things. If we can't run the ball, play action is not going to be as as successful because you're not being successful running the ball, right? So if we can run the ball, I believe that'll open up so much more things uh, for the Buffalo Bills offense. And it doesn't have to be nothing crazy. If we can get it four yards per carry, if we can get NFL league average per carry, I think we could be successful and that will open up Josh Allen in the passing game and open up some passing lanes for us uh, to get downfield and our receivers to make plays. Okay. So, I mean, offensive line, I agree. That's, that's the starting point right there. They're, they've got to be the dominant factor. And we talked about a little bit before we got started tonight that we're looking at a brand new version of it again this week, right? So it's been a constant shuffle up there. I know that they're trying to find their way and they're treating some of these games almost like the preseason type of games, right? Where they're trying to fit some bodies in, see if it works, try it out for a game. But we're seeing that we're not as deep as we thought we were. Right. And right. that when we're constantly rotating every other season that we've talked about, no, you get your five guys, you get them together and you let them gel. We're not doing that at all this year. Right. So it's I'm I'm, I'm highly concerned with how successful we're going to be moving forward because of the offensive line. So I agree. They they look like they're getting pushed back every time. Right. Like, I mean, right. and we and we know the snap count. So how are they getting pushed back every time? Right. Like, right. so I, I agree with you in that aspect. And I think we we need to get Josh Allen back being confident. I feel like the last couple games, he doesn't look like he's playing scared. I wouldn't say that, but he definitely looks like he's in his head thinking about too many things instead of just being like, you know what? Uh, I see three yards. I'm going to run for three yards right now instead of trying to wait and make this throw that I don't want to make the throw. Right. And then he ends up holding it too long and takes a sack. So I just feel like we, we got to let Josh Allen loose again. He's he's we've been tying him down the Jets. This should be a game. He should get out, what, 28 points in the first quarter and a half. Right. right if we get him rolling. What right. do you think? Um, I have to I have to agree with that. But my only concern is the philosophy change on the defensive side of the ball. Right. Uh, the first four weeks, jo Josh Allen was very successful uh, playing defenses that was coming at him, that was blitzing when he was getting pressured. Uh, now the blueprint on Josh Allen is having two deep safeties and keeping everything in front of you, and he's been struggling. So, again, it reversed back to the running game, right? We, we had a philosophy against the Kansas City Chiefs. It was a good philosophy. Two deep safeties. We're going to have everybody in front of us. We're going to make the play. The problem is the players didn't make enough plays. On the flip side, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will play two deep safeties, and we still can't run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> We're still not being having no success running the football, even though they're playing their two deep safeties. So uh, we're at a disadvantage in the run game. And now we had a disadvantage in the past game because our run game can't take advantage of the two deep safeties. So right. I think it predicates back to the running game. We have to get some sort of positive yardage consistently running the football. Yeah, we, we talked about this a hair earlier. I My personal opinion is that we need to start attacking the outside with the run game more, right? And I used to hate how much the Bills would do the screen or they would do the draw. Like they would always do these things. Like, and you knew exactly when they were going to do them. And right. now I feel like our run game is struggling. The easiest way to do these things is run the draw. Let these guys that are coming, let Singletary have a look before everybody's in his face because we've been trying to run up the middle with him and like just a little off tackle and we're not getting nearly enough push for him to even see anything upfield. So I feel like we have to try to get outside more, whether that's going to the quit, the pitch, you know, trying to hit the wide receiver screen on the outside. We got to yeah. start working the outside more. I don't, I feel like we're, we're allowing teams to condense the field on us. Right. And we're not doing good. Right. Right. We're, we're not running on that condensed field. We need to spread them out and try it that way because we can't run up the middle. And on the flip side, everybody's getting outside on us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? We cannot so, stop the edge to save our life. And it's like we know that's what they're going to do. Hey, they're going to come down the edge. Oh, and he right. still come down. The they edge. did. They just. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, you were right. Yeah. Good job. Good yeah. call there. I missed it. Sorry, dude. 
What's this guy? Let's see. The Bills fan in me is worried for this game. Stuff is getting in the team's head too. Yeah, I we we mentioned that a little bit. I this is the first time in a while I felt a little bit like I'm a little concerned about the locker room of like what's going on in there, right? Uh. It's, it's it's it feels a little weird, right? It feels a little different. Uh, you you don't have Trey like stepping up and speaking as much as you've seen in the past. Now I did listen to Beasley this week, and uh. that dude's dude's diehard has 100% confidence in this building, in the room, in everything that's going on. So I think it's still there, right? But there, there, it feels like there's a few guys out there that aren't 100% on board. And you know what? I think that the Buffalo Bills organization, ever since this regime came in, did a great job being tight-lipped and tight-sealed at the mouth. But I've noticed certain things as well you know the quentin span release was kind of weird you know and then cody ford had an interesting tweet later in the week i don't know if you heard about it or or seen it where he said where people are starting to pick sides now Mm -hmm. so there is i'm getting the vibe that there's some type of friction i don't think it's throughout the entire locker room yet, but it's some type of friction going on within that offensive line in in that position group. Yeah, I don't think it's just there, actually. I think the defense is having a little issue with Leslie's approach this year. Mm. It it feels very much like what he's done in the past, and it it feels like everybody knows it now, right? So it it feels tough. And I I think Lone Wolf's got it, though. I mean, this should be enough still to beat the Jets, right? I feel like even though we're we're down, we're starting a new offensive line. Brown being out has been killing us, right? Having that other deep, nasty threat on the other side has absolutely been killing us. So, but I still feel like we should be able to pull it off. You agree? I mean, I offensively, do. right? I, I do. Mean, I do. I do. I we have enough talent on this football team to still get this job done. I still expect us uh, to to claim victory. I'm nervous, but right. I expect victory. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like we got close to like 50 people up in here right now. So thanks everybody for being here with us. Uh, You know, make sure you're showing this to your friends, hit the like button, subscribe, do the notifications thing. You know, you know, we appreciate you guys being here. It's a lot more fun when you guys are here, right? I can talk to Akeem any day of the week I want, right? So it's a lot more fun that we get to chat with other people, you know, putting their two cents in, right? So thanks for being here, everybody. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Beasley was kind of like the the X factor last year, right? When we needed something to take place, and it feels like we we've really gotten away with that, and we're using him as more of like a decoy than anything else. But then when we need that big play, he's still been the guy. Right, man. And I think um, I think this is Josh Allen. I think that uh, he's doing a great job, but I think he's really focused on getting Stephon Diggs that football. You know, I think that that's that's one of his main his main things that he wants to do. He wants to get his star receiver the football early and often. And I think because of that, uh, Cole Beasley may have suffered a little bit. But I believe Cole Beasley is a tremendous player and we should get Cole Beasley involved early and often in this game tomorrow. Yep. I think uh, Lone Wolf agrees. Check down to Beasley more often when there's nothing else there. I feel like and. Uh, watching, going back and watching last week, Singletary's pass blocking has got to improve. It, it, it's been rough. Uh, the last couple of weeks, he's he's actually seen. You, you can see Allen's got people at his feet a lot quicker than he did the first four weeks, right? So whether okay. the offensive line is taking a step back, which I think it has, and that was kind of helping Singletary. It really feels like he's having a hard time with the blocking right now. He'll do a great job, and he'll pick up like an incredible block when we need him to, but he misses a lot of the regular stuff, and and it's interesting. He, he tends to put his head down a lot, and I think he gives guys an opportunity to get around him. So it's interesting. Looks like we got yeah, Sam Darnold starting. Yeah, all the that's all the word that they've gone back to Darnold. Uh, yep. Which, that uh, I don't. That's probably not a good thing for us, right? I, I would have much rather gone against Flacco standing in the pocket than Darnold being able to run around. And not only that, to, to Sam Darnold's credit, you know, you, you don't want a franchise quarterback being hurt, but Sam Darnold has a history of coming back and performing. Last year against Dallas, he came back and performed over 300 yards. Uh, 2018, when he came back from the broken foot against uh, uh, against us, he came back. He was 16 for 24, 170 yards, a touchdown. Uh, not amazing stats, but he made key 
big plays. And I remember the play to Robbie Anderson against Tredavious White for the touchdown to win the game. So yeah. I'm, I'm a little concerned. Yeah, I, uh, I've actually, Kenneth, I agree with you 100%. We were talking about it a little bit earlier. That's kind of what I feel like if we got no tight ends, uh, that we like to run with the tight ends. And we, we just have, if we're not going to have them, or if we're going to be limited, then I agree this to me is the best philosophy. We just we spread them out and we we just let Allen go to work. And if he's got to lead us in rushing to get this W, then that's absolutely what has to happen. Like I don't I don't this isn't a game that I want to go into saying, let's game plan up some really awesome thing. Game the fuck up that we come out of here with a win. Right? Like right. I, that's the only plan I want. And if that means Josh Allen has to do everything, then right. Josh Allen has to do everything. I right. agree, man. I, I mean, agree. I I feel like we can't. We've been letting him. It feels like we're we're like holding him down again. I feel like each year so far we've gotten to this point where Josh, where we just like we kind of rein him in and say, "Hey, come on, let's just let's not run so much." Let's, and then he struggles for a couple games while he's trying to get his head back into it because you know he wants to just go, right? And but then he's like, "Yo, yo, they're over there saying, don't run, don't run." Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're gonna get hit. Right. Oh, three yard sack. You got hit anyway. Right. Right. Run. Right. Right. So right. now and our coaching staff, again, both sides of the ball, our coaching staff have to uh, do a better job in putting our uh, players into positions to make plays. There's a bunch of times I've seen over the last couple of weeks where we went from first and 10 to second and 13 because it was just a magnificent play called against our offensive play call. And on the flip side, uh, our coaching staff hasn't been able to design those type of plays for us. Right. So I, I believe that coaching has to be better. Why the hell, if Ryan Tannehill, we didn't, we, we couldn't contain Ryan Tannehill, I would think you would make some type of adjustments the next week against Patrick Mahomes to have a QB spy out there. But yep. you do the same exact thing that got us into trouble as a coaching staff and you had no spy and you lost contain again. So right. our coaching staff has to do better in putting our players in position to make plays. Absolutely. I, and I feel like that's been the issue with the offensive line, too, is they're trying to find that position for each guy and they're just not doing it right. Like right now, right. it's just not happening. You know, let's see. What do we got in the comments? Josh Allen is a jam bad version of a QB. He thrives on wilding out. Absolutely. Right. He's he's not the guy that you want to come out and just be like, all right, dude, let's let's come out of here. Slow out of the gate. Let's relax. Let's take right. it smooth. Right? If right. you do that, you're going to lose him immediately. Right. Right. We need to make better adjustments. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the first four weeks, we had really solid game plans that were kind of exciting. Uh, they had little wrinkles in them that we hadn't been seeing. In the last couple of weeks, it really feels like we just we tried going back to just the things that we really thought were going to work. And we didn't do anything exciting. And, and they were and, and they were ready for it. Right. And it, it started, and people say four and two, but this started since the Rams game, since the second half of the Rams game. That's where that's where the blueprint came from. It came from a victory. So, right. yeah. And I mean, we do have guys that I think can step up and we, you know, it, it was interesting. I thought last week we would have done this last week and got Gabe Davis a lot more involved. Uh, but Josh has a lot of love for Diggs right now. Right. And and you can see it every mm-hmm. week. He's still got that love for him, which is sweet. I mean, I would. What if we didn't have Diggs this year? I mean, like, right. we'd have been in big trouble, right? Imagine if we had Emmanuel Sanders. Imagine if he didn't fall asleep, right? Yeah, and he I would mean, have been a Buffalo Bill. Something, something. We're we're damn lucky we got him, right? So, right. We weren't really planning on touching on this, but before we move over to the defense, I've had a, I've noticed a couple comments in here that uh, we've got some questions about the special teams. What's your thoughts on the special teams? Thoughts on the special teams. Uh, I have to call a spade a spade right now. I don't see nothing spectacular about the special teams this year. Uh, I expected a, a, a very good special teams unit. Why? Because we invested uh, a lot of money, in my opinion, towards the special teams. Tyler Makedovich, uh is non-existent. He yeah, has you don't even a, like see him. He has a, a lengthy contract. And I don't see him popping out on the screen. So it's in, in my opinion, if he's not popping out on the screen, we might as well recoup some of our money, right? right. Taiwan Jones. I, I, I like Taiwan Jones, but he's played. taking up a spot at the running back position. He's taking yeah. up an active roster spot. I expect all pro gunner type shit. 
Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If yeah. I don't, I'm not seeing that all pro gunner. I don't, I don't understand why he has a roster spot. I have to call a spade a spade. I love these guys. I respect these guys. But right now, those are two guys when I think about special teams that I think that are taking up a roster spot because I don't see anything spectacular in the special teams department. Yeah, and and as far as the kicking portion of it, I'm, he's a rookie, so I understand we're going to have some misses. But So like the, the kick against Kansas City when he missed it right, if I'm on the right hash... I'm I'm looking at the left post, right? Not the right, right post. Not the right. So if I if I do miss right, I'm I'm dead center, right? Mm-hmm. I'm shooting off center left is where I'm aiming. Not like it seems like he misses everything right. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like at what point do you tell yourself like I'm a golfer, right? So I know when when you just constantly see that you're doing the same thing, if you can't fix it then just use it. Right. right. So if you know you're doing this then just hang it a little left, dude. Like right. so I'm I don't feel like it's completely cost us a game yet. There's been games where those points would have definitely helped us and it would have changed the scenario. I, I don't think he's lost us a game yet, um, right. but I think he's, he, he, and I, you know, I'm, I'm still okay with this because if this kid's the kicker the next 10 years and he gets it together and we don't ever have to invest in this position again for a while, I'm cool with that. Right. right. As far as, as Bojo goes, he's killing it. He's killing it again. He's silently just killing it again. He is. He's got a big boot, man. And not only that, he's being physical. He made a tackle, and he was physical about the tackle. He's getting down the field. He's making game-saving plays. You know, he's he's good. And and I was questioning him coming in, but he's been the same kind of person he was. And it's been nice to see him at least being able to continue to be successful this year. Let's see, but the special team set us up for success last game and the D screwed up. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't feel like the special teams has been like a major killer. I mean, the game when Roberts fumbles and stuff, that kills us, right? But the special teams hasn't been like that big of a hamper for us, right? I, right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say they've been killing us. No, they haven't been killing us. They just haven't been spectacular either. And and who knows, right? Well, sometimes when you have when you're asked to do more sometimes it can affect what you do good what you do well and you know Tyler Mikhetovich you know injuries at linebacker now he has to step in and, and be more of a linebacker you know uh AJ Klein has to step up and, and be uh, in more of his role Andre Roberts all of a sudden is more of a prominent receiver on the team because of injury so he has to step up his role who knows how much that equated to his fumble you know, so yeah, a lot a lot of these players are stepping up into bigger roles and that might be affecting the roles that they already good at. Right. Absolutely. Daniel is always here with us on the Saturday nights. Thanks for stopping by again, dude. I agree. I mean, I, I think this is all accurate. Right. I, I wouldn't disagree with anything that he's saying here. You know, I think I this I would like to see. Right. Or I feel like when I when we say that the kick coverage has been good, the only thing that's been missing is that turnover. Right. If if that kick coverage could just get us one turnover. Right. It, it would make them look like they're doing so much better than what it appears they're doing right now. Right. Does everybody turn on him when he shanks one? Well, I mean, we're all Bills fans. That's the first move. <laughs> right. <I> mean, <laughs> the first move is just like, ah, oh, he is friggin terrible. He's the worst. Right. But he's like leading the league in hang time. And, you know, but he messes one up and we probably will turn on him. Andre. Yeah. I mean, Andre's been good. I mean, besides that fumble. He's been what he is, right? He's he's close all the time to breaking one. And then some games occasionally he it seems like he falls in this funk where he just like forgets what he's doing or something. You know, he'll like let a ball go over his head he went normally and then right, down right. it inside the two. But right. overall I'd stay I'd say he's still having a really good I love, year. Yeah, I love Roberts, man. I love Roberts. Here we go. Let's we gotta bring this up. David Highland's always with us too, and he likes to absolutely <laughs> harass Dave. So yeah, we, where is where is Trent Murphy? Uh, I believe he's hanging out there, David, on the uh, practice squad with his nine million in his pocket. His I, think pocket. That, I think that's where he is, right? He's hey, chilling, hey, man. right? Let's see, Sheldon Cole Roberts is due to run one back. It'd be nice, right? I feel like we need something like that. We need a pick six. We need we need something to give everybody some juice, right? I feel like there's a little juice missing. We need somebody to make a play. Right, that's what it is. That's right? it. It's, that's that's what it is. Simplest way to say it's it. Just, <laughs> somebody, defense, special teams, somebody yeah. make, make a the play. abnormal play. Right, make, make that play. abnormal play. Right, that just last time we one. made a play was was a victory. That was Josh Norman. Right. All right. So speaking of that, and we're we're gonna be hurting at the cornerback. 
let's talk about the defense a little bit, if we even really want to. I mean, there's not a lot of positive things to say, right? Um, and and like we kind of mentioned earlier, I I'm a little unsure how the group feels with Leslie right now. I feel a little off with the way Leslie's approaching the defense right now, and I I I believe they had a great game plan for Kansas City, and then we couldn't tackle anybody to save our lives, right? I I so I still have a little faith that they're making the right kind of decisions and they're going into games with the right ideas, but I feel like he's not cutting them loose like we have in the past. Uh, our coaching staff, our defense has been struggling mightily, but our organization have has a defensive-minded head coach. And being that you have a defensive-minded head coach, it'll be one thing if our defense was struggling and we had an offensive-minded head coach and we didn't have the right defensive coordinator in place. We have a defensive-minded head coach. I expect my defensive-minded head coach to come up with a game plan to beat the New York Jets tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're a defensive guru. If you're a defensive guru, you have a, you. I know you have to have the players. I know you have to have the talent. But you have a game in you where you can uh, uh, devise a, a game plan. You know, Kyle Shanahan doesn't have Jimmy Garoppolo every week, but he makes Nick Mullins look like a a decent goddamn quarterback for a right. game or two. Right? Yeah. yeah. I expect the same thing from Sean McDermott and his defense. Come up with something flashy, right? And we got Quan's point here. I mean, yeah, I, I think Tremaine's not 100% still. I mean, Leslie's kind of mentioned that in talks that he's he's, he's just not 100%. I, and I, I do feel like he's regressed a little bit, and I'm not sure that that's just because of the injury. I think there was a little regression there. His size, he's still a little small, right? He's a young kid, right? He's still a very young kid. So, And I, I think that we're just also seeing he doesn't have that same support next to him, right? So when you lose Milano next to you, you you lose a little bit of your ability to make a mistake and not mm-hmm. have it show up on paper or on film, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the other guy's there to save you. What do you think about this one? If White is out tomorrow, our offense will have to win this one. I I definitely agree. I think our offense right now has to win uh, every game. If we don't put, we're not putting up thirty points the way our defense is playing. We we we, we may lose the game. I do think Tre'Davious White is going to play. Um, uh, they have a lot of these questionable tags, questionable, questionable. The NFL took out probable, right? right. So because they took it's about very blanket pro- now, yeah, yeah, uh, because they took out probable. Now the now questionable is the tag, and now it's like eh, questionable means he could play, but he can't play. It makes it a lot more murkier, right? Right. But uh, I believe Tre'Davious White is going to play tomorrow. But regardless if he's playing or not, our offense is going to have to put up some points. Right. I agree with the aspect that it's going to have to be our offense. I, I'm actually it feels weird saying this, but. I'm kind of going to be okay if Tremaine doesn't play, or excuse me, if Trey doesn't play. Really? I, I I feel like he's just not, hasn't been that invested, right? And I, I would almost be curious to just see what a guy that doesn't have the skill set but friggin' wants to play comes mm. out there and does. I feel like this mm. defense just needs a little, like we saw it with Zimmer, you know, with Zimmer last week. He's like, he's coming in and he brings a different pace that we haven't seen because mm. these guys want to eat. They want to get paid. They hungry, right? Yeah, they right. want to get paid, right? So Trey's all world, right? And he can be all world. And it, you know, you're not gonna say like if I'm not saying I don't want him to play, right? But I'm not gonna be necessarily all that upset if I get to see some guys come out and try to get after it, right? I Especially like it. in a game that I think that we should win, right? So is that Oliver too small for DT? I mean, I don't think so. He's not star, right? He's not a nose tackle. Right, so he definitely needs another body next to him. I'm I, listen right now. That could be a legitimate question. Star the two late. That could that. I mean, I start the two late. And Oliver being too small. I mean, we talking about a kid that he's a shade over six foot or six one. He's about two eighty, two eighty five. He has short, stubby legs. He has short arms. And I believe that could be an issue with why he's not getting off as much as we want to see because mm-hmm. these big, massive, long arm, big bodied offensive linemen. So that 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 could be legitimate. 
Yeah, I mean, I he hasn't he hasn't fulfilled what we were hoping he would fulfill, right? But he's he's also coming into Kyle Williams' shoes. He's coming into some big time expectations, right? We when we're gonna take you early like that, we're we're anticipating that we're gonna see great things, and right. It, it, and it also does, you know, you see guys like you know the the great ones out there like Darnold and guys that just make it happen no matter what, but they really are kind of few and far between. Right. So it's it's he's not all world yet. And I, I'm starting to wonder if he's got even that in him a little bit. But right. He but, should but, be but, good. He sh- especially when you see him with horses all the time. He's like, damn, this kid was raised with horses, wrestling right. with horses all his life. Humans should be nothing. Right. He should be <laughs> right? throwing so, people around and shit. So right? I'm like, shit, what's going on? Yeah, I agree. And Jeff, I agree with Jeff, too, on this. I mean, it's it hasn't just been one piece. Right. It's been none of the three phases seem like they're working well together. Right. It's the, the front's losing, then coaching. the middle's exposed, and the coaching. back end can't cover it. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's some of that is. is coaching. Some of that you have to you you have to put some of that on on the coaches. Yeah, so it brings us to this. Wow. Is he overrated? Um I don't I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, so. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, I, me too. And I'm I'm okay. I'm happy that we signed him to uh, to keep him around because He's I no- am definitely of the I don't want to see like this three four year rotation, right? I would right. rather let somebody try to build a team in overall five eight year period, and I think he's still the guy, right? Yeah. I like I mentioned earlier, maybe Bean isn't as great as we thought he was, or maybe those two just aren't jiving on the same page right now, where they're just not seeing the same thing. Well, I'll I'll, I'll ask you this off the top of your head: since Sean McDermott been with the Buffalo Bills. What is the Buffalo Bills best offseason? What is the Buffalo Bills best draft? Well, I mean, I would have I would have said that we would have probably called it the Tremaine draft and that, but now that I'm watching them in these years, I don't know that I'd say that. It, it might it it might be the Tredavious White, the first one. Yeah, it the could one, be. The one that was we had before Brandon Bean got there. Yeah, I mean, that was you actually know? the one that was handed to him, right? So he came in right after that draft was handed to him. So, Correct. I mean, now I feel like we've definitely – he's made good picks. I and, I and we've seen that, and I just – for some reason, it's just not clicking right now. Which I'm and – I'm, and I'm semi-okay with this, right? Because to me, if we're like all world and killing it right now, are we still going to be able to sustain that all year? Because I don't think that you can. So – if it say week ten, we still don't have this figured out, then I'm really getting concerned because we should be starting to really crank it up, right? Getting ready to roll into the postseason, playing our best football ever. Correct. But here we go. What do we think? We played a playoff team, a Super Bowl defending team. Ideally, that's what you want. You know, you want to play better. Teams grow and get better. Well, we did learn a lot. Yeah, I mean, I agree with this. And realistically, if you go back. Now, where we're at, we've only played one team that has a losing record, right? Everybody else is 500 or above. So we have actually beat some winning teams, and tomorrow we're playing that team that's the one below, right? So let's hope that we stay on top of that. But let's see. Here we go. It's hard for me to say a coach is overrated after getting Buffalo to the playoffs two out of the last three years, right? And yes. I agree. I agree with that, right? It's it's really hard to just be like, no, he's he's overrated because – we lost to two really good teams. Right. Now, I think we're just seeing that maybe the Bills aren't a top three team. Maybe we're more like six or seven in the AFC. Right. Right. Like right. Realistically right now. Right. Um, I mean, we, you know, with, again, it's hard. That, that was a great comment. We're, at, we're first place in the AFC East. We're four and two, six games into the season. You know, yeah. two out of three years we've been to the playoffs. So uh, methodical. Yes, I will call Sean McDermott methodical. Right. Conservative, yes, I will call Sean McDermott conservative. Overrated, nah, I can't yeah. do that. Yeah, he's. I, I feel like he's still learning his way through it, right? And this still is a third-year quarterback, right? You're you still have a little bit of that. We're trying to grow through it, right? So I, I, I don't think it has anything to do with. Now I am a little concerned that the defense is doing that bad, and that's supposed to be kind of his thing. Right, but he, I still don't think that he's overrated in any way. Right, and 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 again, I think that um, 
Sean McDermott is playing the head coach. He's playing the CEO right now. I think that uh, the the defense is is Leslie Frazier's. I think that is 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 his, and he's calling the plays. We're thinking of Sean McDermott because he's a defensive coach, but as a head coach, he's putting that ownership on Leslie Frazier. And I think it's going to be some point in time where he may have to take ownership in that defense. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to feel like if this continues, that Leslie might have to go. Right, like that might be the only way for McDermott to save his kind of reputation right to say that he's a defensive coach right to just be like hey he was calling he was he was calling the plays i gave him the show it wasn't up to my level we had to let him go right but we'll see i mean this is interesting to me right here because you and i both talked about this before that i'm not going to be stunned if we lose right like we're get, we're getting to that point where i'm that concerned about what we're capable of doing on the defensive side of the ball and the jets have a decent defense in the way our offense is looked i'm not going to be stunned and i would have this question cuz i'm already having this question a little bit right now if we lose to the new york jets tomorrow i'm concerned too but i i still fully expect to win if we lose to the New York Jets tomorrow, our season is over. <laughs> At four and three, seven games in, pack that shit in because it doesn't get no easier. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have they have been. You have Kyle Murray in Arizona. They have an explosive offense. You have Seattle. You have the New England Patriots twice. You have the Chargers. That's not that's not a slouch. That kid over there is playing exceptional football. If Tua is pl- can play better than Ryan Fitzpatrick's been playing this season, then the Miami Dolphins are a problem. Mm. So it doesn't yeah. get easier. We got to win this game tomorrow. That that decision feels real, real up in the air because I feel the same way, right? If he does come and excel and it gives them what Fitzpatrick's giving them right now or better, we, we could be in big trouble, especially right. if we drop this game tomorrow. Right it, now, he could also come in and just completely flip flop the other way, right, and take them right out of the running. So correct. we'll see. But yeah, I, I thought that was a weird thing, uh, especially when they're only a game behind us, right? Like That's why, correct. like why not ride the wave a little longer? And if you start to lose, then you say, okay, now's mo- the time. A, a move like that can either get you coach of the year or it could get you fired. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Here we go. Throwing in the towel, we lose. I don't know that we'd have to jump shit, but I would feel really, really bad, right? But the NFL has been kind of weird this year, right? So I wouldn't be completely saying that we're out of it if we lose this game. But I I feel like if we truly are who we thought we were going to be, this is the kind of game that no matter how many people were down, you just win. And it needs right. to be a couple touchdown win, not just a we barely sneak by, right? Especially with what's coming up the following week when – we get New England, right? Correct. I think we actually have to kill it. So let's get into something a little bit different. I think uh, the defense, you know, it's got everybody dragged down. Hopefully we'll see a turnaround this week. If there's any team they should be able to turn it around the way they've been performing offensively, it should be this team. We can agree on that? We can, definitely. All right, cool. So let's get into some fun stuff because we both kind of mentioned that we feel like if we're going to win, Josh Allen has to do whatever is necessary, right? So what will Josh Allen do this week? Josh Allen, uh, he's going to get back to the basics. You know, I believe that Josh Allen, he's missed some throws he's been making the first four weeks. So when I say getting back to the basics, that's getting back to his mechanics. Make sure he's uh, playing sound fundamental football. Make sure that his mechanics and his footwork is straight and is on point so he can make them throws over the middle, so he can make them short and intermediate throws. I believe Josh Allen got away with his mechanics because he felt in the belief that he was turning to the elite quarterback himself. And sometimes when you get overconfident, you can revert back into your old habits thinking that you're an elite guy. And I think that Josh Allen has to get back into doing uh, what made him uh, an uh, MVP-type quarterback during the first four games, and that's make all the, the great throws. And once and once you make all the, the easy throws, the great throws will come. Right. And what, what do you think numbers-wise he's going to do? If you had to throw a stat line out for Josh right now, what would you say it's going to be? Uh, stat line for Josh Allen, 24 for 29. 
268 yards, two touchdowns, one rushing touchdowns. Okay. So I, I agree. I feel like you've seen it in the past couple of weeks. He, he hasn't, it looks like he slipped on the mechanics a little bit the way that he was playing the first four weeks. His mm-hmm. feet are moving around a little bit more on him and things like that. But I feel like this is the type of game that he just comes out, right? And he should roast this team, right? Like he, he did it in week one. He knows he can do it. This team's actually lost some people since then on defense, right? So it should be even easier for him to do that, right? So before I throw mine out there, let's see what everybody else has got. He's going to go nuts tomorrow, 300-plus yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's got to happen, right? But I don't know. Let me see. Josh Allen, 246, one touchdown, two rushing touchdowns. Bills win 27-13. So uh, we're going we're gonna to probably miss an extra point in there, huh? Damn it. Right, so I, I'm actually pretty close to that. I I think that it's going to be probably around 242 yards or so. I feel like we're hopefully going to get out in front of this game, right? Like we're going to get out in front of him. So he's going to have two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. I think he's going to probably get up into the 70 rushing yards this game, though. I think it's going to take some a little bit of him breaking them down and backing that two. If they're going to play too deep, then he's got to be the guy to start beating it. Right. And it could be as simple as just letting the rush come and then just running right up the middle. Right. So I think that's what he's got to do. What else we got in here? Lone Wolf, 20 for 28, 263, three touchdowns, one rushing. I mean, I want to get back to the Josh Allen MVP talk. Right. Like it was much more fun then. Right. Like it was. This sucks. Unless he has a out of this world game, it's going to be hard to come back in an MVP talk against the New York Jets anyway. Yeah, because it'll just be viewed as, well, it's the New York Jets, right? But mm-hmm. he's got to start putting some numbers back up there, right? So lead us and take us to the next level earlier in the game. Two passing touchdowns, one rushing, 250 rush yards for about 30. Josh Allen will engage his Mamba mentality. I, I mean, I think that's probably what it's going to take, or just Diggs is going to ball out. You know, some, it's mm-hmm. the two of them together, something like that. Josh Allen will have a Thanksgiving game if they let him loose. 306, three touchdowns. I mean, I feel like everybody for coming off of two losses, this is pretty confident, right? Yeah. I I feel like everybody still feels like our offense is more than capable of doing this, right? I'm seeing a lot of 300s. Yeah. Four touchdowns from Josh, right? Right, right. All right. I mean, I'm okay with it, obviously, right? Like, that's what we want to see. I'm I'm not sure that we're going to see it. Do you think we're going to really try to force the run this week or will we be smart and just do what we should do? I think we're going to be smart and do what we should do. Uh, Josh Allen, I think is going to take his opportunities to run the ball where he sees fits. Uh, I think, uh, I don't think the jets are, are a disciplined football team. I think they're not going to keep gaps contained in their, uh, on their defense. And I think that Josh Allen is going to, is going to make them pay. And I think his legs will become a factor against the New York Jets. And it seems like his legs is always a factor historically against the New York Jets at some point of the game. So I don't think it should change tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like he's been missing that part of his game, and that's been hurting us a little bit. His just getting out and getting those six, seven yards every once in a while, that really does help us a lot. Right. right. Because when we're when it's first and 10 and then it's second and 10, I mean, if he can run that next ball and get us three, four, five yards, that's mm-hmm. a big help. And hes I feel like he has to start doing that more and more if this offense is going to get back into a rhythm. And, 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 and that's a – go ahead, my bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And, and that's, a, that's a mentality, right? That's, 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 that's a thought process and the mentality – of a of a young player, you know, when he first came in the league, uh, he wasn't as accurate. Buffalo Bills was a very good running team, and he was a part of that. You know, when he start to pass more, and he start to see he's effective as a passer, he starts to shy away from the running game. But now that he's learning and the defenses is throwing him more things, he can put it together now and be like, you know what, I can actually do both, continue to do both, and be successful. And I think he will figure that out. Yeah, it's weird to me that he immediately, like, when they tell him to be careful running, he stops running because it's like he doesn't know that he can just go out and slide. 
Right. right? Like, like you can slide. Like, just go get the five slide. and slide. Just right. slide. It's, it's cool. I mean, it's, right. everybody does it. It's right. cool. Just do it. Right. Like, I, I feel like he's like, no, when I'm running, man, I got to go. And it's like, right. well, no, go and then just slide. Slide. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Just fall down even. I mean, don't do it. Don't do a Daniel Jones and no, no, don't, don't do it by air. Don't do that. At least land on your butt so it looks like you meant to do it. Right. 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 What do you think about this? Because I think we've been begging for this for like three, four weeks now. Like, when is Motor going to get going? I'm starting to question if he's capable of getting going in this offense right now. You know, you have to wonder the same thing. You definitely have to wonder the same thing. I mean, Moda had over five yards per carry last season, but uh, last season, uh, uh, Josh Allen was 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 a strong part of the running game. Now the running game seems more solely on running backs, right? Mm-hmm. And I think because it's, it's solely based on Singletary and Zach Moss, a first and second year player, I think they are they're they're struggling a little bit. I hope he can get it going to uh, tomorrow, but uh who knows yeah <laughs> who knows? i honestly don't think he does i mean i know it it feels crappy to say that i mean i have him in a DraftKings lineup so i still have a little bit of hope but right I, I i do feel like he's it's just not there right now and and i don't know if it's the offensive line is just killing him right it, it does look when you watch it and you go back and you watch it and you slow it down it does look like it's he sees the hole he starts for the hole and then immediately there's an offensive lineman in the hole, right? And and then he's screwed because he tries to go around and they're there ready. So right. I do feel like it's been an offensive line issue. That's why I'm kind of saying that I don't think he gets going because we're rolling a brand new offensive line out there again, right? right. So I'm not sure that he can. It looks like we got – and Moss is getting back. I'm, start, I'm, I'm curious to see when we're going to kind of see them try to see if Moss is better, right? They haven't done it yet. They gave him like a few snaps here and there. He was hurt. So I'm, I'm waiting to see kind of that game where they go, all right, let's let's give him the bulk this game and see what happens. I think he can run big. I, I think he can be more of that. I feel like a lot of what I'm seeing is our guys aren't just running really hard to the hole, right? Because they're, they're not into this like three-yard gain mentality. And I think Moss is that guy, right? He's he's gonna hit the hole and he's gonna get at least three, right? He's he's gonna make sure to at least fall forward. And I don't feel like we're getting that right now with Singletary, which, like I said, could be the line. But I, I feel like we're missing a little bit of love on from coming from Motor as well. Right. I mean, if I feel like some, you know, seems like everybody's in here. Everybody keeps asking about Duke. I just, I don't think it's happening. I mean, you haven't heard a single thing about him. I, I just don't, I don't see that. I think it's coming, that he's coming up. I don't, I don't see it happening. Carl says Singletary's fine. Jets are good at defending the run and our own line hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah. I mean, we've kind of been hitting it on all week. Mm -hmm. That's where the concern comes in. Yeah. Their defense is decent. They're middle of the pack. I mean, and they're on the field a ton and they're still middle of the pack. So mm-hmm. that that's pretty impressive. I I can agree with this, but when we're not running well, you got to try to get the ball moving, right? And and if that means you got to throw it every time, you got to throw it every time. You know, so uh I don't know. But we're coming up close to an hour here. Yep. Uh, it's been great with everybody. We appreciate everybody being here. We're going to get to the best part of the show. The part where we are going to stake our claim and we are going to lay it out there and put our scores on paper and see who's going to win this game. Akeem, you want to go first? Uh, Yeah, man. Buffalo Bills, 37-21 over the New York Jets. Uh, New York York Jets usually struggle on offense. They've been struggling on offense the last two years. So 21 points might be uh, a lot to some Jets fans or a lot to some people. But we've been struggling on defense this year. We don't have uh, the D-backs necessary. So I think they're going to make some plays. But the Buffalo Bills are just going to make more plays. And in the second half, our defense is going to tighten up and, and, and stifle Sam Darnold come out with the victory 37 21 buffalo bills big games for the offense big game for the offense all right looks like there's quite a few people in here that are agreeing with you daniel's got the right idea too please make sure everybody hits that like button so we got 38 7 looks like david highland's coming in 27 10 Uh uh-oh somebody i think was reading my prediction 
Oh, sure, sure, sure. So here we go. My prediction is 27 to 13 Buffalo Bills. Uh, I'm actually going to give this as my last week that I'm going to give this defense a chance to slow somebody down, right? I feel like this offense will slow themselves down as it is. Uh, so I'm expecting maybe we give up a late touchdown and then we probably are going to just give up a couple field goals. All right, let's see what our guy Jake's in the house from the Bills Bunker. Catch him on Tuesday nights with myself, Hakeem, the rest of the team. He's going big. I mean, 48. That's a big, big number. That's a big number. Yeah, what else we got? I like it. 41-19. Yeah, I mean, it feels like big. Yeah, the Bills D is really a big concern. I think that's the same for everybody, right? Yep. So, look, we're going to call it a night with everybody i think we got a ton of people still in the room thanks for everybody hanging out unless you guys got some stuff you want to hit up in the chats i think we're going to call it the night thank you very much for being here uh, we absolutely appreciate it uh, you guys are the only reason we're doing it uh, you know hit the like button subscribe make sure you're doing all that good stuff get your friends here you know we want everybody in the group chat chatting it up having a good time you know be respectful uh keem closing statements yeah man um cult man Billsology, I'm glad to be a part of it. I think we have a nice, got a nice connection going on, man. Uh, I really enjoyed the show. Uh, I appreciate everybody for coming on and 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 having this dialogue with us. Uh, we appreciate knowledgeable Bills fans that we love to have conversations with. Uh, continue to to like, subscribe, support, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, and we're going to be consistently consistent in getting you all Bills updates, news, scores and live broadcast king rich king richens i appreciate you yeah guys thank you very much you know absolutely everything we're, we're, we're working at it day in and day out uh, we're hoping to give you guys more each and every week so keep coming to us keep sharing it with your friends uh you know everybody we're in a crazy time make sure you vote uh make sure you're being safe mask up we love yep. you guys all right thanks for being here everybody